a special episode of Friends of Film, a podcast coming with news and releases in the movie world. On this episode, we're going to preview Black Panther, the 18th Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again joined by a man looking for the entrance to Wakanda, Josh Straley. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not going out there looking for that. <laughs> I see what he's doing to those guys, those fools in those trailers, man. Oh, You just, don't want to visit? Oh, I want to visit, but I'm not going to go looking for it, poking around. <laughs> <laughs> Snitches get stitches. <laughs> I guess. So you see him, he just beats the crap yeah, those, out of those, those people. Those guys have like handguns and weapons. Mm, like, yeah. I mean, unless, you, unless that's how you carry, you're always packing. <laughs> right. No, I don't carry, but gosh, um, you know, uh, and just I mean, do I look like the guy who's walking into the woods going to no. be like, I'm going to go find him. But I mean, you know, if, if it was in the vicinity, I would maybe try to find it. Yeah, I don't know. Just to sneak a peek. I mean, I think I'm charming, but there's no way they're letting me into the <laughs> secret village. Uh, I'm going to tweet that like immediately. <laughs> but uh, hey, everyone, um, what's not hidden is all of our latest updates on Facebook and Twitter at Friends in Film. And if you can, be sure to check out the rest of our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And please leave us a review. It really helps. Yes. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, this uh, preview episode is dedicated to Black Panther. We are both very excited mm-hmm. to see what Ryan Coogler has to offer. Chadwick Boseman, the latest from kevin feige over at marvel studios everybody involved um before we get into why we're excited um you know what we may be worried about we're changing up our format a little bit here so if you listen to preview episodes in the past um the format isn't saying we're not going to break down every single character um give our expectations we can kind of get into those a little bit but that's not really what we kind of want to do moving forward which kind of talk about why we're excited um or maybe why we're not excited um for this instance i think it's safe to say we're both very excited for this one very so going into it this weekend what are your viewing arrangements opening nights imax you going all out splurging or it's like eh, i'll go friday night opening night i've got i'm taking my little cousin to see the movie he's a big marvel fan so i'm not going imax thursday night but friday night imax popcorn soda the whole shebang the whole <laughs> shebang for this okay uh, i just i i've been sort of soft on it to the point but i'm like you know what it deserves the big screen yeah it's gonna need all the money you can get to get your uh your <laughs> yes. very high expectations exactly. for this box office so uh, as for me, I am seeing it Thursday night, 10 o'clock, uh, with three friends. Very excited to see it. Um, that we're seeing an IMAX. I will probably be going back to see it a mm-hmm. second, maybe a third time. Um, opening night? No, oh, not opening okay. night. I Got considered it. doing like the, the fan event, but I'm like, these $30 fan events to get like a dumb little pin is not really worth it. <laughs> Unless you're a collector. Maybe, but it's like it, it's nothing special. Like if I'm paying twenty extra dollars for a movie, mm-hmm. give me give me something. Yeah, um, you know. So uh, I'm I'm not doing that this time. But you know, Infinity War probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the earlier I can yeah. see that, the better. For sure. But Black Panther, I'm still very excited to see it. I, uh, you know, yeah, like I said, I'll probably be seeing it uh, probably again Friday night. So by mm-hmm. the time we do our review, it'll be a multiple time viewing in my brain and uh hopefully very enjoyable times yeah um so why are you excited for black panther josh 
Okay. I got two buckets again here. Okay. First of all, well, three. But the, the, the crew behind it for is... Bucket number one. Bucket number one. Ryan Coogler, um, cinematographer Rachel Morrison, and Ruth Carter, who did costume design. Mm-hmm. And just all of the, those three elements together are the trailers, really. I mean, there's, right. there's the acting, too, that's important. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, and the, the movie just looks... It just has... It's the most stylish marvel movie i've ever seen and um all of these things uh combined are going to be really cool to play out kugler's you know helming action and character and then uh, morrison right there as well and how they just you know get the the fighting style of black panther on screen is very cool there's a shot from the trailer where it's just kind of like this up down look yeah. of T'Challa walking up to a car wreck it looks like after he's taken it out and I'm just like oh man <laughs> this is so cool and then there's like a little bit of like an arthropologist in me that's kind of like I, I read an opening rev- opening graph of a variety review for this because I just uh-huh. can't wait and they brought up something like really cool about how Wakanda's never been colonized and it's allowed like the culture to thrive and mm-hmm. kind of things like that and that take is like Oh my gosh! This entire story and you know what it talks about and where it goes from there is going to be really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And that really, if we had to redo 2018 films for excitement, most anticipated. Oh yeah, I think this movie would move up one or two notches. Okay, I mean, especially in light of what we reviewed this week, God Particle or the <laughs> Paradox, Cloverfield Paradox. So you know, uh, but those are my really big. That's what's really pushing my excitement. Right. This was this was number twelve on your most anticipated yeah, list. Yeah, I think this would definitely put it, you know, top ten. Okay, fair enough. Um, as for me, I mean, I'm a Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. Have been since the first Iron Man, and seeing this movie or leading up to seeing this movie, yeah. I am so stoked because of really. There's a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but it's Ryan Coogler. Mm-hmm. Ryan Coogler is the man. He can really do no wrong. Um, I saw a tweet this in the last couple of days. It's like something you want to know something really impressive about Ryan Coogler's career. And like you know, say what you will about Rotten Tomatoes. It was like Fruitvale Station, ninety four. Creed, ninety five. Black Panther, ninety eight. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's uh, about as great as a start. For three films, three very different films, but three films that also appear to have very um, similar thematic elements to them. And he's been able to maintain the quality, whether it's a $5 million budget, whether it's a $25 million budget, or whether it's a $150 million budget. He's been able to deliver every single time, and I have literally no doubt in my mind that he's going to not deliver again. Like... It just looks exactly like what I wanted from Black Panther. Um, you know, there's that Marvel flair with it. There's the the characters. I mean, Chadwick Boseman in Captain America: Civil War was one of the best parts of it. I mean, that movie has a lot of many best parts. Yeah. But he is one of the best best parts. Still. Um. He. I mean, yeah. Whether whether it's him or Spider Man, you're walking out of the movie being like, wow, one of those two new characters came out my favorite character potentially and to now see him in his own movie super exciting i mean the cast summoned around him is awesome i mean you mentioned like rachel morrison's cinematography ruth carter's costume design it's all just pinpoint perfect and 
I really can't think of anything. I'm just like, man, I don't know about this part. I don't know about this part. It's all just like two thumbs up. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's do this. Um, and I'm just excited to see Marvel go in this direction to give a predominantly African-American, uh, African-American cast yeah. a film with a black star, black director, black writer, um, you know, all this stuff, like they're really pushing the diversity, the female cinematographer, like they're, they're making strides. Like, yeah, it took them a while. I'll, I'll give you that. That's a, that can be a knock on them. 10 but years. Yeah. It's, it's not like, you know, you can point to many other franchises and be like, well, Marvel wasn't doing it, but everybody else was yeah. like, they're, they're picking up with the curve that is now being set. And hopefully this is going to be a movie that like Wonder Woman last year was excellent, but also had potentially the biggest cultural impact of the year in terms of entertainment. I think that's what Black Panther's going to do this year. Started off in February and just kick it off in grand fashion and really give us a movie in 2018 that like so far it's been slim pickings. <laughs> I'm ready for like something great and right. something big, and it looks like that's exactly what Black Panther's going to be. Yeah, and I think that was a really good point, too. Like you said, cultural impact. I don't think anything that comes next, even Infinity War, even Solo, oh, no. and even like the slew of indie films making the rounds in the 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 uh, the festivals. Yeah. I, I, I just think at the end of the day, we'll be like, yeah, but it wasn't Black Panther. Right. You're like, it's not Black Panther. It's an indie film about a mo- mother and daughter whose <laughs> leg, you know, is disabled. Like, yeah, I don't care. Black Panther. You right. Know? It's well, going like, to be one of those things. Like, I don't know if you've seen, like, the videos of, like, <laughs> like there's that great video of, like, a, a group of kids at school who found out they're going to go see Black Panther for a school trip. Yeah. And, like, it's it's a predominantly black uh, cast class. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just, like, up on the tables, like, dancing. It's just like... <laughs> Yeah. Yes. It's like this is this is the point. This is why this movie needed to be made now more than ever. I mean, yeah, it would have mm-hmm. been great if we had this movie 20 years ago and it's that movie kicked off just a a line of great big budget, you know, movies directed and led by people of color, mm-hmm. um people who aren't white males, like that would have been great but it's it's coming now finally and you know you see like the movements to like people are you know giving their own money so underprivileged kids in bigger cities like chicago or harlem so they can go see black panther so like they can see what it's like to be represented on the big screen Mm -hmm. so they can see what it's like to have a hero that looks like them there's there hasn't been that and yeah you can say well there was blade Blade's not an icon. <laughs> Blade's not a role right. model. <laughs> T'Challa, Black Panther, even the female characters, they've been coming through really strong in the early reactions and reviews. That that's what this movie's all about. Yeah, and like you like you just said, like you made the point about Blade. I mean there's Hitchcock too. Superhero films, but they didn't get the they didn't get the push. They don't have the gravitas that this pop culture superhero moment has. Right. And they definitely didn't have the support of the $200 million, $200 million from Disney and Marvel, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, all the merchandising and just the, the, um, the confidence and the faith being put into yeah. the creative talent behind the movie as well, mm-hmm. you know, to, 
put out a story like that. Absolutely. So, I mean, I already kind of said there's not much of anything that I'm kind of concerned with in this movie. Is there anything you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, Black Panther 2 is going to take too dang long to come out. <laughs> that That is probably um, true. That's a problem. I mean, I really, like, I've not seen one thing in the trailer where I've been like, huh, how does that work out? Right. Or, uh, that just seems kind of cringeworthy or, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever the case is. It all, it just all looks so awesome. The only thing, I'm, I know I'm already making a caveat, is just where is Stan Lee fall into this? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's and that's fair. just a dumb little side footnote thing right. that doesn't really have a point that I'm just mostly bringing up to be, you Type know, something. A, yeah, a huckster at this point. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I think the thing for me would have been Marvel's got this quote-unquote villain problem mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Can Michael B. Jordan change that? Or, you know, you know, in the trailers we see a Black Panther with purple and we see a Black Panther with gold fighting. It's like... Uh, what what's the difference here? What's going yeah. on? Like you could maybe get lost in the shuffle. So that would probably be a concern of mine. Just be like, how do you know? T- can they do it right? But the early reactions are just like, yeah, uh, <laughs> guys, Chadwick is fine, but Michael B. Jordan, oh my gosh! Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, the part of the graph of the review I read was instantly on Jordan. They're like, uh. I mean, I won't say anything, but but we'll get. Um, but you know, like you're he, his his arc is fabulous. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm stoked. The, yeah, I mean, I think maybe the one thing coming out of the reaction so far is mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, man, that's kind of weird. Like nobody's talking about Chadwick, really. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, wow, you know, Killmonger's great villain. Wow, sure, he's my new favorite character. Wow, mm-hmm. the Dormelage are awesome. But what about Black Panther? <laughs> like, right. does he get maybe put like not pushed to the side in his own movie? But does he maybe get lost in the here's Wakanda mm-hmm. and here's the introduction of how rich this world is? Can yeah. does he get lost in that? Does he still have his own story to tell? I'm sure he does. But is it as prominent as when here's Iron Man? Here is a story that is just about Rob Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Not really anybody else. Yeah. Little, you get a little bit of Obadiah Stan, a little bit of Pepper Potts, a little bit of Rhodey, fine. But it's like, it's all his movie. This one, it's like, how much are we going to get, get to see him? You know, Outside of, we also have to deal with Shuri. Here's the Dora Milaje. Here's Killmonger. Here's you know his mother, Ramonda. Here's Claw. Here's you know right. Everett K. Ross. Like Here's everybody. Yeah. Um, that could be a potential, you know, negative, I guess. But at the same time, if it's like, wow, I wish the star was in it more, that would only be a negative to me (laughs) if the supporting cast around him was all terrible. (laughs) If they're Mm -hmm. all excellent, then it's like, wow, this movie is just so rich and full. I love it. Exactly. I mean, like, because, you know, he's the star. It's going to be focused on him and, you know, his time. But if everyone else is sliding into scene steel, right. Who cares at that point? Because I mean, like, yeah, we'll get to Chala and infinity war and whatever mm-hmm. else he's got, but they've assembled everyone that has been killing it in Hollywood. Like right now. And so, 
you know, um, that from Kaluuya to Wright to Duke to Sterling K. Brown, who just, yeah. you know, fresh off his Emmy wins and everything is just going to slide in there. And then um, Forrest Whitaker, Angela Bassett. The only person they didn't grab was Donald Glover. And that's because he's already in the others. You know? And he helped write the movie. <laughs> Donald Glover has a screenwrite credit? Not a screen. He, he gets a special thanks, him and Steven. Oh, really? Both do because apparently the the week before shooting started, mm-hmm. they were like around or something. <laughs> and Kugel's like, hey, can you guys like yeah. look at my script? That's awesome. And they helped punch up or not necessarily punch up, but they like helped give notes on the interplay between a lot of characters, specifically Shuri and T'Challa. Awesome. The brother sister relationship. Yeah. As two brothers, they were like, oh no, you should do this. You should do this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes like all the people be like, wow, sure. He's my new favorite character. Yeah. Like that much more special. It's like <laughs> Donald Glover. Right. And Steven Glover, the creators of the writers behind Atlanta has something to do with that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really cool. Um, before we get all in on the characters, mm-hmm. you mentioned in the, that we'll see them all or most of them again in infinity war. Yeah. Is that maybe a concern that, well, we've seen a lot of these characters in Infinity War trailers, so we know that like mm-hmm. they're gonna be fine. We know right. that Wakanda is like fine. It's still around. It's still shiny. It's still uh, rich. Like nothing's getting destroyed that badly. Yeah, it's in this still movie. a gleaming city. So like, is, uh, is that a negative potentially? No, it's not a negative because Black Panther is going to be a lower stakes film, mm-hmm. and that's th- any time of any time you have a lower stake film, that means the emphasis is going to be on character play and dynamic and world exploration and just kind of low to the ground stunts and things like that Mm -hmm. so i think that bodes really well but yes obviously t'challa is not getting some running through his heart or um but he's really the only person that we do see we see him a couple of his and okoy yep one of his guards big guy yeah oh yeah and uh mbaku's in there okay yeah so three. Um, so it's um, like, okay, so like, you know, he's part of like a different section of Wakanda right. and Baku is. He's the leader of this other section. So like if they're at war, this movie, like uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't go that badly because right. they're still, or this is just all about Infinity War and be like, listen guys, we have to put our differences aside because if we don't, a giant purple alien is going to destroy our planet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, so. You could get around it that way. Right. So, I mean, yeah, obviously we don't see anyone else from the supporting cast Mm. there. So it's kind of like, uh-oh, is Sterling K. Brown going to make it out okay? Or is he going to, you know, join Jack, you know, and this is us. (laughs) So we'll we'll see how that all plays out. But other than that, you know, um, no no real worries about spoilers from Infinity War. And, I mean, if anything, maybe they're hiding things in the Infinity War trailer with CGI. Because the the Thor Ragnarok trailers, we saw that him with two eyes, the Infinity War footage at D23 um, had him with two eyes. And then it wasn't until after Thor Ragnarok came out that they released the Infinity War trailers. They could have the eye patch (laughs) and not, like, you know, pull a quick one on fans. So, if anything, maybe they don't release the new Infinity War trailer until after Black Panther to preserve something that they previously had hidden in the original one, yeah. which could be cool. That's a very great uh, synergy Absolutely. between films. Um, but moving on to the characters, you kind of listed off a lot of the cast. Which is the one that really you're just like dying to see? Well, I, initially it's Lupita Nyong'o, okay. the Oscar-winning actress. I mean, she does, she's, she's done 
excellent in everything that she's had, but she's mm. only had like really small roles lately. Um, of course, she does get the voice cast in the Jungle Book, and then mm. her role as uh, the as Maz Maz in Star Wars <laughs> Episode Seven and Eight. But that's really all we've seen her. Um, and yeah, she's in a small Disney movie, Queen of Cotway. That's right. Yep. Uh, she was really good in that on Netflix, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's been it. So this is what she's been up to. Yeah. So I'm hoping to see plenty of her. But I mean, and then you could go down the list here. I, like you said, we've heard great things about uh, Wright as Shuri. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also Daniel Kaluuya in here as well, and the dude is just on fire. Yeah. Um, I recently went back to his Black Mirror episode oh, in season so good. season one, episode two. By far, probably one of my top three. That's a great even episode. Even still. So, but what's he up to? I've not seen him in, once in marketing, just one photo of him um, mm-hmm. recently, but that's it. So what's that dude doing? Is he him and Eric Killmonger together? I right. don't know, but I'm really interested to see what he's down with. Um, and then you, you could just go down the list. I mean, Whitaker, Bassett, Brown, Circus. Can't forget that dude. <laughs> No way. I mean, he he has a limited role in Age of Ultron, that's for sure. But yeah. I think he does a really good job in those couple of minutes to kind of just establish claws like this slimy, you know, guy that you just can't trust. And you're like, all right. And, like, I've heard, again, one, some stuff in the reactions that he's great. That, like, yeah, Michael B. Jordan's all that. But let's not not talk about Claw because Circus is – right there with him when's the last time you've seen circus in a movie act act not mocap well, yeah not not mocap yeah um you probably, probably age of ultron <laughs> yeah i think you'd have to get into that or like some of his you know um shakespearean def- stuff yeah that he definitely did for some a while. smaller stuff instead so I, I can't think of anything else that's like kind of more mainstream right yeah so I was, I was, i'm really curious i'm not curious but yeah i am curious because i don't think i've seen him do it in a while of right. him actually be that weird twisted face mm-hmm. that he's so often portrays yeah. in other films yeah and i mean yeah he's one of the guys i'm excited to see um like i mentioned i'm dying to see what's next for t'challa i mm-hmm. want to see more chadwick boseman because i think he's so talented and now that he's the star i want to see him as the new king of Wakanda, rising and it looks like not really being accepted as the king. Yeah. <laughs> looks like M'Baku challenges him. Killmonger challenges him. Maybe there's others. Like People are like, dude, you're not fit for the throne. And in the comics, T'Challa's not always like really passionate about being the king. He just more feels like that's his duty because of his, you know, his bloodline and everything. And so I want to know if that's, if they play with that at all, that, you know, He's, he still fights for the throne because he feels like it's his, but at the same time, it's like he understands that he can do more outside of Wakanda than just ruling it. Mm-hmm. So that can be something fun they can play with. Um, but also the Dora Milaje between Okoy and Nakia, but also Ao, um, <laughs> one of the, the quickest um, but most memorable moments from Civil War where she's like, uh, move oh, yeah. or be moved. And you're like, oh my, oh. Mm-hmm. She's not messing around. Like she's back. Lupita Nyong'o, Denai Guerrera, um, everybody else. They got to play the Dormilaje. I'm excited to see them. It's another one of those things where the empowerment that will come with that an all female warrior team. Mm-hmm. Like 
I can't recall ever seeing anything like that. Um, and especially all women of color, like that's even yeah. probably more staggering or more impressive. Um, and I, I, I'm really excited to see them. It looks like all of them, <laughs> I mean, in the comics, they're all excellent fighters. And thankfully it looks like they've definitely kept that element to all of them. Uh, in the movie, I also want to see how they use the technology or if the Dormelaja used some of it. I mean, Shuri is shown with her like little Panther gauntlets yeah. and you're like, who knows what those things can do. But, uh, Nakia has those like little rings. I don't know what those things are, her discs, but I want to see what those can do. And, um, you know, I'm really just interested to see kind of how all of these characters come together, whether, I mean, Coogler is kind of teased, said this is like James Bond, um, yeah meets the godfather which to me signals like political intrigue which i think is what this movie probably should be closer in line with like captain america civil war or captain america winter soldier mm-hmm. and if that's the case we're looking at a pretty serious but impressive film yeah and that's exactly what i want it to be yeah that that the james bond element always threw me for a loop but then i started thinking thinking yeah started thinking about that seen in downtown Wakanda or wherever that is taking place at the neon and the bridges and the car chases. And oh, like, that's uh, in South Korea. That's South Korea. Yeah. That looks super awesome. cool. And you know, if he's got to get out of country to go stop a plot or whatever the case is, you know, be the, the lead agent or whatever, mm-hmm. it's going to be really, really sweet. And if that is South Korea, there, there's our Stan Lee insert right there. American <laughs> tourists. And I still, I still think Stan Lee's cameos come in, in the flashback scenes to either T'Challa schooling back in America or Eric Killmonger being in America. I think that's where it comes in. I don't think there's much of any chance that Stanley pops up in Wakanda. <laughs> right. For <laughs> sure. And you're like, why is this random old white guy here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that just doesn't fit. And uh, also on that note, thank goodness Stan's okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That health scare this past week. Glad that <laughs> that would have been very uh, depressing if he had passed right before this movie um, or really ever, but it's so close to one. It would have been, you know, equally as tough to see him then in that cameo, <laughs> whatever, wherever it happens. But, um, Donald, I don't know. Is there, I mean, we've heard that like, you know, Shuri's the breakout Killmonger's the breakout. Uh, if you had to put your finger and kind of predict one, who do you think for you is going to be the one that really just shines? And you're going to be like, I want to see way more of them. Winston Duke. Cause yeah. I cannot put him in any, I can't place him in any film that I've seen so far. But I know his name now. I'm mm-hmm. speaking it. And I'm curious want, about the dude. More. I mean, he's showing up again in Infinity War, so he's making it out of here. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I'm pulling up Winston Duke movies left and right at the end of this movie. If I recall correctly, he doesn't done like a lot of movies. Like he was in, I think his most notable um, achievement if you want to call it that, uh, his most notable role, the better, okay. <laughs> better wording. Yeah. Uh, he had like a recurring role on person of interest for a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. but I think that's like his biggest thing. I don't think he's really gotten into movies until now. So yeah. like, again, credits, like, I don't know who the casting director is on this movie, but their casting director should be m- praised more. I think it's an overlooked aspect of movies, but you know, I've, Sarah I, Finn. 
Uh, yeah, and I, I, I saw Kaluuya and um, Duke in an interview this past week talk about, you know, casting or who they would want in a future movie. And they're like, well, you, you know, honestly, like, if if you would have asked anybody, you know, a year and a half ago, who should play M'Baku or who should play Wakabi, our names aren't coming up. They picked who the right people were, not the biggest stars. So I don't want to fan cast anybody I want to see. I want them to get the right person. Yeah. And you know, considering I believe this is the beginning of many Black Panther movies, mm-hmm. uh, I think they'll have the chance to, you know, for Winston Duke or Letitia Wright um, to be the first of many newcomers that make their way into becoming bigger stars in the industry through this Black Panther franchise. Yeah. So, um, but at the end of the day, this is a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie moving into more speculatory natures um how many mcu cameos do you think we're going to have over or under 0.5 and this means like in the main segment of the film in in the movie not post-credit scenes so like is cap showing up is tony showing up is bucky gonna appear of avengers yeah, I no mean, like, side characters. Yeah, okay. so I mean, like, don't count like Andy, Andy Circus or and Ross. Ross. Don't okay. count because they're it. they're main cast members. They're not cameos. Yeah, I'm gonna go under point five. So be like none. So none. Zero. I oh, man, I mean, I think in the post credit scene there will be one. Yes, but in the actual body of the movie, I'm probably gonna go under as well. I'll say none. I yeah. don't think they're gonna take the time with a two minute side scene to be like hey what's happening with bucky let's show sebastian stand frozen for a second like <laughs> right. what does that add nothing, nothing. yeah um, it's uh that's, and a- that's a post-credit scene if anything else yeah so. exactly um what about the villains there's many villains i mean depending on how you want to classify villain but it's you know killmonger claw mbaku's even arrivals so you could classify him as a villain um, there's a, l- a couple of different baddies that child's going to have to face off against. How many of them will die over or under 0. 0.5? I'll take it. I'll take over 0. 0.5. Okay. With one. And I think it's just going to be claw. Oh, okay. And that's it. I'm going to give the under. Ooh, really? I don't think any of these villains die. I think Killmonger keeps it around mm-hmm. come back for another one i think uh claw same thing why kill him just let him let him be free let him roam around i mean unless he knows though unless he's so minor that you're just like oh we're never gonna bring him back again so we might as well then okay i could see it um and Mbaku obviously he's not dying because he's in infinity war so uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna stick with the under though i'm gonna say no villains die what about the allies, the people who are on T'Challa's side or the people who aren't the villains? Because I think there's going to be, because it's a political sort of mm-hmm. tone, there's going to be some potential backstabbings or that intrigue there in relationships. But like, you know, his mom or uh, Forrest Whitaker or, you know, Lupita Nyong'o. What do we know about Njobo? Sterling K. Brown's character. Nothing. Nothing. He seems like he's poised to stab somebody in the back. And I would I would say he, he disappears. He's he's a goner? He's a he's a secret antagonist of some kind. Mm. He, well then he would fit into your antagonist uh, count, that's true. not your allies. 
Yeah, that's, that's a good Unless point. he starts as an ally, then I'll give it to you. No, maybe he's like a, a caretaker of the throne. Hmm. No, you know, or Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker seems like... I'm trying to think of one of these two big gets that they have here. Right. I think it'll be one of these two, but I won't put my finger on exactly who. I will say over 0.5. Okay. So I think somebody closer to Charlotte's going to die. I would probably lean towards Zuri, Forrest Whitaker's character, but at the same time, I could also... I don't know. It kind of be surprising to me, but Angela Bassett, yeah. it's Ramonda. I could see. I wouldn't necessarily love it. Um, I mean, it'd definitely be hard for T'Challa losing his dad. <laughs> and this movie takes place right after Civil War, yeah. So it's not like two years have passed. It's it's picking up right after. So to lose his dad and then immediately lose his mom, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I would really set him off the edge. I think so. Probably not likely, but if somebody close to him's dying. Uh, it's Zuri or if Wakabi, I think they're supposed to be best friends or like old friends. Maybe they kill Kaluuya, which would be a bummer, but Ooh. I could see that potentially. What about the post credit scenes? We know there's two of them. That's been confirmed. Got it. What will they hold? One is about the frozen icicle. Stan. I mean, Bucky. Right. I think he gets a joke. Or, you know, is he, this is what I'm. I, I'm I'm debating this, but I think he does get mentioned in the he's, movie. I think he's in the background but of a not shot. A cam- oh, if they, do they show him? They show him, but the conversation isn't about him. I think it's hmm. T'Challa and Shuri. Like, like, is he still frozen? <laughs> Should we have woken him up? Nah, nah uh, he's fine. He's okay. And then they'll and then they'll bring up some old joke from okay. the other part of the film. They'll do their awesome handshake. Yes. Which nah, means, ha, good joke. And then the boom. <laughs> and then credits, 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 <laughs> credits. Post credit scene. Thanos. No, 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 no. Yeah. Some kind of early sign that Thanos is coming to the Wakandan forest. So maybe Wakabi's, um, not Wakabi, uh, Mumbaku's village or tribes like, hey, why is there an evil creature out here in the forest? <laughs> I don't know, kill it, and then it ends up being the things that will end up okay. flooding the plains around Wakanda's capital city, Wakanda City. Yeah. Whatever that place is called. The capital? Yeah. I think it's just called, like, the capital, honestly. Got it. I think. It probably has an actual name, but mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to go with for now. Um, don't want to get into spoiler territory, potentially. <gasps> you know something. I don't know anything. I promise. I swear. Cross my heart. Hope to die. Um, but actually don't kill me because Infinity War is still coming. Can't right. die till after <laughs> May 4th. Um, I think the first one is going to involve Lupita Nyong'o's character. Okay. Not going to say what happens or how it happens. You or, know something. I don't know. I, don't, I swear. <laughs> this is too specific. It's just based on her comic character. Okay. She, oh, has, she has an arc in the comics. I think the post credit scene is going to tease that arc uh, in a very specific way that I won't detail. <laughs> she becomes evil and is she a superhero that I don't know about? She is not a superhero. <gasps> a supervillain. No comment. But yeah. She's going to learn something about her past and realize I need the throne. No. Okay. No. No, no, no. Um 
no, I th- I think one of the options that you mentioned I think is close. Okay, got um, it. The other that's the that's the mid credit scene mm-hmm. setting up a sequel. The other one I think is most likely an Infinity War scene because it's it's coming next. You want to get people excited for that. What would it be? Maybe it's like you know Cap's team like showing up at the gates of Wakanda, be like. Uh, dude, we need your help. Yeah, knock, <laughs> and he's knock. like, uh, what? What's going on? They're like, Zero's gonna get destroyed in T minus uh, six minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Please, by all means, come in. <laughs> um, and then, then it ends with, get this man a shield. And then the crowd goes wild, come back in May 4th, see the rest. Um, something like that I could see. The other possibility, if they don't feel like they need to really set up Infinity War that much more, um, is... There's two options that can go really crazy. Um, one is setting up a sequel again with a character a lot of people have been waiting for, Namor, who Ooh. is introduced in the comics as a villain who's often a terror to Wakanda. Uh, that would be really cool if they teased that. The other one I think would be awesome is if they some this it almost doesn't feel like a Black Panther credit black post credit scene as much as it would an Avengers four post credit scene, mm-hmm. but teasing the Illuminati is coming, which <sighs> is like the super group of or not super group it's like the oversight basically of like Black Panther Tony Stark I mean Professor X is in there um, uh, Mr Fantastic like uh, there's a lot of like the, basically the the biggest names of Marvel comics are all in this group and they have like they have secret meetings to determine what else is happening and be like they're the ones that like set hulk into space to set off the black uh the planet hulk comic Mm -hmm. run in the comics so i think something like that would be interesting to see as well um or the other thing just came to our mind we didn't we haven't mentioned it another over under uh how many infinity stones are in wakanda at the end of this movie over under 0.5 over yeah yeah definitely over over um but it won't play at any part central to the story agreed it'll be like hey there's an infinity stone a what oh, okay back to whatever else we're up i to. think the soul stone is absolutely in wakanda it's the only one we haven't seen yet uh, or found out where it's uh where it's located they have the uh, Wakandans have that like soul dimension that you can go visit, you know, the spirits of previous rulers that are, you know, in oh, the Panther right, form. Yeah. It would make way too much sense for that not to be connected to the soul stone in some mm. way. Um, either that or it's buried deep in vibranium. They dig it up last second. I don't know. Yeah. But I think the soul stone's absolutely going to be revealed in this movie, whether it's like a quick, this is powered by this weird glowing orange gem mm-hmm. oh yeah for regular people means nothing for people who are like oh my oh my gosh that's the that's the last infinity stone sets up infinity war or it's the post-credit scene almost too similar to dr strange with like what's in this oh it's an infinity stone okay cool yeah i like that idea especially like maybe like that huge spring that we see t'challa you know like getting his rite of passage or that ritual mm-hmm. maybe that's like it's just chilling out there, and that's where he's able to, you know, go visit, and that's like Maybe. part of his coronation ceremony. You see all of the previous Panthers, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, that's a really good point. Um, then to just to wrap it all up here, you have a very big 
prediction about the box office opening weekend for Black Panther. I do. I've been saying it for like You've five, been six weeks. For weeks that it's going to open bigger than Infinity War. <clears throat> It'll open. Well, no, I think Avengers. Because Infinity War hasn't come out yet. I thought you said Infinity War. I can't say it'll open bigger than a movie that hasn't come out yet. Sure you can. I mean, you could. But no, I'm I'm definitely, I'm specifically titled to the largest opening that they've had. Which is Avengers. Which is Avengers. 208, I believe, 209. Yeah. And I am saying it's going to go like, it's going to go 210. Whew. It's going to break, it's going to break 200 million. For sure. Uh, and like, listen, that's yeah, insane. I know, and this is this is my rationale. It's a Marvel film, all right. That's going to take it a certain a certain distance. It probably takes it a hundred million dollars, easy. Yeah. But then you're going to put the layer of the the cultural moment that this film is, all right. And you're going to put that on top of it, and that's going to push it across the finish line. Give it an extra hundred million. It's going to give it an extra hundred million. Man, I mean, like I said before when you made the prediction, I'm not betting against you. I hope it happens because that would be incredible. I just I don't see it happening. I'm going to go still pretty high, but not as high as you. Okay. Uh, higher than I would have. If you would have asked me any point last year, what's the opening to, I would have been like 120, 130, sure. Going to go 174. Yeah. $174 million, uh, which would, I believe, be Marvel's fourth biggest opening? Fifth biggest. Fourth biggest. I'll check real quick. But, I, I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's very, very high. But the point is... Right. It, it's a, it's going to be a massive movie. It would it would Completely be in close agree. competition for the fourth. Iron Man 3 <clears throat> came in at 174 and yep. change. So if it gets 175... Bingo. It's the biggest kind of um, – you can call it the biggest non-Avengers movie because Civil War is Avengers 2.5 for is. a lot of people. Um, it's easy to see it that way. So that would be uh, pretty insane at the end of the day, though. We're raving about this movie. Are you expecting anything below a 5? No. Me neither. Yeah, I, I just – I – I can't like I'm I'm racking my brain and usually I can be like you're overhyping this Josh yep. you're you're not you're looking past something you're buying into the marketing but no, honestly no every element of this film is phenomenal by itself mm-hmm. um, may, probably the the weakest common denominator or the weakest l- link in the chain is like you kind of like said earlier, it's probably Chadwick Boseman. Just because I haven't, I've only seen him in one other movie, and that's Civil War. Um, but all indications are he did phenomenal you know, as the um, lawyer in the HBO film. He's, I don't think he's Martin Luther King, but he's... HBO film. I mean, yeah. he, he played... Um, he was in Marshall last year. Excellent that. Oh, he that's was what it was. 42. Uh, Get On Up. Kind of the king of biopics of uh, important African American people mm. in America's history, um, and he's great in all of them, in my opinion. So, Marshall, that's the film. It's not, good. It's not, it's not an HBO film. It's just like sometimes, like HBO does these obscure films about 
like not not that Marsh Thurgood Marshall wasn't obscure, right, right, right. but they they hone in and they fund a lot of mm-hmm. um, lower stakes historical films. Yes, so that's why I thought that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm expecting a five as well. I really just can't see anything, any reasons why it won't hit that. Honestly, I mean it. Again, I'm setting I'm setting the bar super high, so it's easier for it to not hit than to hit the expectations. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just has, you know, it just it just doesn't click for me for whatever reason. But at the same time, I'm super excited for it. I I cannot wait for Thursday night. I mean, there were like those early screenings to go see it, like on Tuesday or Monday. But I'd like I'd have to drive to Chicago. Yeah, and I'm like I have to work. I've open gym. It's three days. It's not that I can wait three days at this point, um, but I'm 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 dying to see it. I can't wait to see what's next for the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the last film before Avengers Infinity War. So it's pretty crazy. Make sure you guys go see Black Panther in theaters this weekend, so that way you guys can uh, be in the conversation and listen to our review of Black Panther. Uh, next week, I'll be reviewing it for the site, so the review should be out, I hope, sometime early Friday uh, morning slash afternoon, and you can be able to read that at by uh, going to friendsandfilm.wordpress.com. If you also want to get it, follow us on you know, Facebook and Twitter, at Friends and Film. You'll get all the updates you need on the reviews, on the news, um, on the latest episodes of the podcast. You can also get those just by simply subscribing to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever. Give us a review on there as well. Five stars. Tell us why you enjoy listening to the podcast. We'll be back next week. Before then, you can follow me personally on Twitter, MovieCooper, and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. Thanks again for tuning in to the Friends of Film Podcast. Josh. Thanks for stopping in, everyone. And be sure to turn next week for our review of Black Panther. Black Panther.